Hey mama, thank you for listening and tuning in to this week's show. I think out of all the shows uh, that I have recorded so far and um, have planned for the future, I think this one might be one of the most important because if you've clicked on this link, if you're listening to something that is titled, is my marriage worth saving, then this is a very real conversation that we should be having together. A lot of you guys might already be subscribed to the show and just kind of scroll past it because you're like, yeah, I know my marriage is worth saving. That's not even a question. So if, if you are, if you are listening, I think, um, there's even a deeper reason why this conversation should be had, but I am really excited to dig in. Also, if you did click on the link and you know your marriage is worth saving and this information doesn't necessarily apply to you, it might be good for you to still listen for the benefit of somebody else uh, that you think could use to hear the message. In that case, I am going to ask you if you find value in it to please share it. I think there's going to be a lot of people if our marriages are in this kind of state where we're asking these kinds of questions, we might not necessarily be searching for the answers. And so if you know of somebody, please share it. And if you are listening to this because someone else shared it, then my heart is with you and let's talk. And I would implore you to even if you don't want to reach out to me, I get it. People are like, I'm not going to talk to her. That's fine. Um, but find somebody that you could talk to about how you're feeling so that you're really not going through this alone. Welcome to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. My name is Beatrice Vargas, and my mission is to improve the quality of marriages by helping us learn to be fueled with grace. Are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty? Are you struggling to reignite the passion and love you once shared with your husband? Are you at a crossroads of leaving and repair, but you're constantly reminded of your promise to God to stay true? Or maybe things haven't even gotten that bad yet. Maybe you don't argue that often, but since you barely connect anymore, you've started to give up hope of ever being happily married again. You might have contemplated or even fantasized about what it would be like to leave. Maybe you're telling yourself that you're just sticking it out for the kids. If this is you, I've been there. My story is your story. I want to help you heal and reignite your marriage while still believing in the promise God gave you. I want you to stay with me, learn from me, internalize the grace, guidance, and interviews so that you can become the Gracefield Wife. You can learn more and connect with me directly on Instagram at the Gracefield Wife. Now let's dig in to today's show. All right. So if you've listened to that intro, read a blog post of mine, um, heard the episode of my story, you know what I've been through. You know that um, God has redeemed my marriage and, and taken us through a place of being separated 
and we were separated. I would say the, that whole experience lasted about a year, and he has since redeemed our marriage, and we have gone from a place of being on the crazy cycle, constantly fighting ups and downs. It was like a roller coaster, very tumultuous, even before the separation, even during dating, um, to now a place where I truly feel that my husband is my most amazing partner in life and best friend and uh, somebody who I just can't imagine doing life without. If you are not familiar with that story and you're interested interested to hear it, sorry, you can go ahead and go back. It was episode one. I can even link it in the show notes uh, just so you can you can hear it. But I'm for the sake of time going to move on from there. I just wanted to give the listeners a little bit of context. And so to go from a place of being separated to then having your marriage redeemed, one would have had to have made the decision to do the work. And so at some point during that time, him and myself made the decision to do the work. We made the decision to save our marriage, work on our marriage. For me, it was more of a God told me he is going to save my marriage. But I wanted to talk to you guys because there was a time in there in that season or before that season where I didn't know. I was like, is this is this marriage worth saving? Is it, is this what God had for me? Should I even be married to him? Um, if you listen to the story when, um, at the time when we were going through this, he was an unbeliever and I had just started going to church and finding a relationship with Jesus. So part of me was like, well, he doesn't even believe. So, you know, this must not be the marriage that God had intended for me. So there was a lot of things that went on that I was confused about and that I, you know, really spent a a lot of time working through. And I felt that talking through this conversation with you guys could be really beneficial. So one of the things if when I sit down with somebody and talk to them about their life and marriage, one of the first things we kind of get down to is the answer to this question. Is this marriage worth saving? And one of the first questions that I've identified needs to be asked is, is he generally a good person? Like, is he generally a good man? Because there are some people out there who are just evil, you know, who are just bad people at their core. And this is not to say if your husband is a bad person, you should divorce him. I mean, there's no hard and fast answer either way. But it's a starting point, right? If he is a good man, a generally good person, there's something there, something there that you can work with, then that's a start. The other thing, and so if if the answer to that is no, he's not generally a good man, then the answer goes into something deeper of, well, is the relationship abusive? Is he verbally, physically, mentally abusive? 
Because in those cases, I would say, if you if you recognize that he is abusive, then perhaps the marriage is not worth saving, especially if he's physically abusive. I have certainly seen examples of husbands who were mentally or verbally abusive and were able to change. Um, of course, with God, anything can happen. God can change anybody's heart. But by no means am I saying stay in a marriage that is abusive. So that's kind of, I like to get that out of the way. And that's a completely different area where if you find that you, that this marriage is, is abusive, whether it be physically, verbally, mentally, then then you have to go seek other resources. Um, definitely. It's, it's not something that um, doing a couple of exercises and talking to him, that, that might work out. You should definitely seek a professional in that area. But I also understand that for the majority of us, that's not the case. So for the majority of us, the answer is going to be, yes, he is generally a good man. But you know, he's a good man, but you're asking this question for a reason. So then my next question would be, has he been unfaithful? And the answer might be yes, the answer might be no. If the answer is yes, then again, it's another set of healing and a whole other journey that you guys can come back from. But it requires a different set of healing, you know, or, or an extra step, I would say, before you can move on to the next step. And that journey, that's a long and hard one, I would imagine. Um, and I'm actually going looking to bring on an expert into the show to kind of talk about that topic in particular. But let's say your answer is, yes, he's generally a good man. No, he hasn't cheated. But there's all these other things going on. And you know, we don't communicate very well, or, you know, whatever it may be. Then that is the place where I would say to you, okay, so you've asked this question, is my marriage worth saving? And he's generally a good man, and he has not cheated. There's no severe sense of um, trust that was broken in that, or covenant that was broken in that area that needs to be dealt with. Then I would say, have you searched your heart? Have you really talked to God about this? Have you, um, what's holding you back? from saying, yes, my marriage is worth saving. There has to be something. What's holding you back? Write it down. Say it out loud if you're alone. Think about that. And I want you to pray on that and ponder the answer to that. What's holding you back from saying that my marriage is worth saving? If, like I said, you've already answered that, yes, he's generally a good man. And no, there hasn't been any severe trust that has been broken. That answer of what's holding you back, that's going to be the place where we would, you might need to start to kind of figure out. For me, 
the answer was, yes, he's generally a good man. No, there hasn't really been any infidelity. And for me, the answer was, well, I'm miserable. (laughs) And so that was what was holding me back from feeling like, is this worth saving? I mean, that was what was causing me to even ask the question because I was so unhappy. And I felt like we were roommates at the time. I felt like just so unloved and I felt ugly. I didn't feel beautiful. I didn't feel like he wanted me. I didn't feel like he wanted to be around me. I felt so rejected that I thought to myself, there is no way God wants me this unhappy. There's no way. So it must be that I should, we should divorce. And that was kind of what was going through my head at that time. And perfectly honest, in my head, I was like, okay, well, I'll just start over. I'll just leave. I'll, you know, move across the country. At the time, my daughter was young and I was like, I'll take her with me. I'll move across the country and I'll start a new life. I'll find a new husband. And God spoke to me in a dream. And I say this because maybe somebody listening needs to hear it. Uh, He spoke to me in a dream very clearly. And I heard his voice and he said, adultery will not make me happy. And I was like, what? I wasn't even necessarily thinking that, but the way he said it kind of, I guess, cause he, he knows how I am. He knows my tendencies. I was young at that. Well, younger, you know, back then. And I, I figured yeah, I would start out with that to me, that was starting over, you know, it was career and, you know, maybe find another relationship. And that was his answer to me. And I was like, what? And so I kind of felt like, well, what, well, what am I supposed to do with this relationship here where I'm miserable? And in the end, the answer was, I felt him saying was, the answer was to do the work and then to surrender to him the rest of it. So doing my part by working on myself of course, working on myself through listening to his word and becoming closer to him and figuring out what it is that God wanted from me in my life and in that season. And then kind of letting him do the work to change my husband. Because at first I thought doing the work meant changing myself. And I recognize that it doesn't work that way. Just like, you know, when you for me, for myself, where I, when I first started coming to church or coming to the Lord, like the change wasn't immediate. All of a sudden, you know, I, I still kind of did a lot of the same things and listened to a lot of the same music and things like that. It was very gradual that my heart started to change and I started to be interested in other things. And it wasn't because anyone told me to, or I was shamed into it. It's just that my heart changed. And so I felt God telling me in this season that it was going to be the same thing, that by giving up control over the situation, giving up control over what would and should be happening in my life and marriage, God was going to change not only my heart, but the heart of my husband as well. 
So, okay, you've answered that he's generally a good man. Uh, no, the relationship is not abusive in any way. And there may or may not have been some sort of infidelity. If there is, you know, working through the whole grieving and forgiveness portion. Again, that's a whole other segment and topic that needs to be identified. But assuming that you are working through that or looking to go through that and are coming through the other side of that, then I would say the answer to the question, is my marriage worth saving, lies in, well, let's look at the vows that you made. So I look at um, couples, I look at couples who have been together for 20, 30, 40 years. And, you know, I see them as relationship goals. And the reason why they have stayed together so long, I, every single time that I ask, find that they've made the choice to go through the hard things together. Now, I understand that this is not necessarily popular opinion. There's plenty of other opinions and schools of thought out there that will tell you if that relationship isn't serving you, then, you know, end it or, you know, move on or, um, you know, you're there to be happy and the relationship needs to serve you. And that's that. And if that's your philosophy, that's great. That's totally fine. You can, you know, take that and, and go ahead with that philosophy. But if you've listened to my show for any length of time, or even got past the intro, you know that I am of the belief that marriage is forever. Unless, of course, like in the um, circumstances where we described before. But otherwise, marriage is forever. Because that's the promise that we made to each other. And any relationship with any human is difficult. You know, relationships with our children and our parents and our best friends, those relationships can be difficult too. Heck, relationships with ourselves can be difficult. How many times do you hate your own self and you have to go back and be like, wow, why am I being so unkind to myself? So how much more would that be amplified in a relationship with somebody else when realistically the reason why you probably chose your partner is because they mirror back to you some sort of trauma from your past or thing that you're missing and you still need are working out, um, something like that. I think it's called Imago Theory Relationship, which is a really awesome um really awesome theory and book, which I might get into some of the concepts there at another time. But I generally, psychologists say that when we choose a partner, that's part of why we choose one. And so there, because of that, there are going to be struggles and conflict. So, but getting through it, getting through the marriage and having any sort of longevity in marriage is being able to get through that conflict. So if you want the answer, is my marriage worth saving? Then my answer to you is, well, are you willing to do the work? 
Are you willing to do the work it takes to uncover some of that old baggage and kind of figure out why maybe you or him behave in certain ways? Are you willing to forgive any inequities, any sort of sins or trespasses that may have happened in the past? Are you willing to change your behavior and allow God to handle the rest? Allow God to change him. Now, I get it. You might be saying, well, I think my marriage is worth saving, but he doesn't. Okay, fair enough, because you both have to be willing to do the work. But if he doesn't see it as worth saving and he walks out, that leaves you with very few options. But the one thing you can control in that situation just the way I was able to control it in that situation when he walked out on me, is you can control how you respond. You can control how you treat him when you're pissed at him for leaving you or leaving you and your children or whatever that may be. You can control that. And so one of the things my husband used to say is, I'm waiting for the other shoe to drop because he couldn't fathom why my reaction was the way it was. And the same goes for you. You can control that and show him that that woman that he is walking out on, she is a completely beautiful, grace-filled, God-loving woman And he would be making the biggest mistake of his life to leave you. And I'm talking about you. I'm not talking about me and my past. I'm talking about you. And this is the reason why I started this podcast, because I believe that there are so many women out there who are beautiful, grace-filled women of God who just want to do the right thing by God and their family and they want to see their family redeemed and there is some love for their husband in there. Maybe it's buried deep down, but there is and they want to tap into that. If that's you, then you are my person. If that's you, then I thank you for listening. I'm going to ask that you share it Because I think a lot of times our friends out there, like us, we don't know what they're going through. We don't know which friends of ours are in the same situation. And I'll be honest, when I started this journey and I started to tell my story publicly, so many women that I knew that I never would have thought reached out to me and said, wow, that was powerful and thank you. Women I never would have thought might have been going through the same thing. So I'm going to ask you to do the same if it resonates with you and share it because you never know who it will impact. That was pretty quick. That's all I had for today. But what I did want to say to you guys is two things. One, I actually have a whole workbook around this at uh, the Grace Fueled Wife Steps. Gr8.com, and the first thing in the workbook is going through the exercise of, is my marriage worth saving? 
and it goes through the steps of if it is worth saving, what now? What do we do now? So if you're interested in that and would like to check it out and become an insider and be on my mailing list, please do so. Go ahead to the grace, uh, grace and I'll put the link in the show notes. And then also, um, I've started a Facebook community and I've talked about it in the past couple of episodes, but really in this community is where we get to dialogue. So when you listen to me on the podcast, you're just listening to me. In the community, you can ask questions and we can go back and forth and I go live and we could also do that on Instagram if you DM me. But in the community, in the Facebook community, it's a private group. Um, I think there you might really find some value there. So I'm going to go ahead and encourage you to join that Facebook group. And that is the Grace Fueled Wife community. You could search it and I will also put that link in the show notes. So thank you so much. And I will see you soon. Hey, love, thank you for listening to today's show. If you found any value in today's episode, it would mean the world to me if you left a five-star review and shared it with a friend or someone else who needed to hear this today. This is really the best way you can thank me. It helps me to get the word out to other women just like you. See you next week.